0: Hi, welcome back to Takis McGinnis Elder Law Hour. I'm Barbara McGinnis, and today we're talking about early onset Alzheimer's disease, and with us will be a physician. We're gonna talk about diagnosis.
1: And I'm Tim Takus, and in this segment, we are talking with Dr. Summers Chaffin. Chaffin. Chaffin, Mm -hmm. pardon me, Dr. Summers Chaffin. Uh, of High Point Family Wellness, and I think, Doctor, you were saying there's several clinics around. That's correct. I think you're uh, you're stationed in Sumner County. That's correct. Uh, your main question, and we're going to be talking about questions that you should ask your family physician. You know, when you have a diagnosis, or your loved one has a diagnosis, of, of uh, onset dementia. Thanks for being here, for Doctor Chaffin. Thanks for asking. When we talk about younger onset dementia, typically, what age are we speaking about? It can start.
2: Pretty much at any age, uh, in my practice and in my experience, I've seen patients as young in th- as in their 40s uh, come in. Usually, it's 65 plus, but mm-hmm. uh, we see a, a group of patients that do come in occasionally at a younger age.
1: Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? You know, in other words, what are the symptoms that you're looking for or that you see, you know, in a person that with younger onset? Well, what, what patients present
2: with very often is they come in and say, "Doc, I'm." I'm not remembering things well. And I tell those patients they're probably okay because patients who have dementia are not really concerned about it, unfortunately. They're almost almost always brought in by a caregiver, family member, spouse who relates that that's a, a problem. And when I see that, that's a, a, a huge red flag that we've, we've got a, a dementia type of
1: process. Mm-hmm. So, so normal people like me, are 63, and are going, okay, where did I leave my toothbrush or something, or my or my phone? That's different.
2: That is totally different. Okay. And as we get older, as as we progress in in years, we all lose uh, some learning ability function. That is, you get presented with some material; it's a little harder to to absorb that. Uh, but. When patients come in with a dementia type of process, they have a whole series of other things going on. Not remembering names is what's called explicit memory. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Not remembering who your family members are, that's a different situation, gotcha. totally. Gotcha.
0: But would that be a later symptom, though? Does not remembering family names?
2: It can be early or later. Mm -hmm. Um, In the early stages of dementia, and in the very late stages of dementia, it's very difficult to know what kind of dementia it is. We've talked a lot today, or I've heard people talk a lot today about Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is just one part of dementia. Mm -hmm. It's only 60 to 70 percent of the diagnosis of people who have dementia is truly Alzheimer's. There's a lot of other things that are out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's mild cognitive uh, deficit, where we see patients who start to lose a little bit of their cognitive function, but they may or may not progress on to Alzheimer's. We see patients with delirium, but that's a very acute process that goes on. We see patients with depression who come in, and that's a totally different type of presentation, but it all looks similar, and that's what makes it difficult to make that diagnosis. But
0: particularly for that age group, that 40, Mm 50-year-old that's starting to present with some memory impairment or Uh other symptoms, is that most often Alzheimer's, or is it all these other things, too?
1: It could be any of those things, it surely could. So maybe, so maybe we shouldn't really so much talk about Alzheimer's, but maybe you know what the person's capabilities or incapacities are, and right. You know, because and
2: what, what patients are, or what families are looking for, what patients yes. are looking for is something that is there something c- that can be done to cure this or correct this yeah. or make this better. Yeah. And if if you have something that w- what people would call a reversible cause for mm-hmm. dementia, that's what that's that's the sort of the. The, the goal that we're all looking for. Unfortunately, that's not very common, mm-hmm. but that's the thing that we have to, to think of, especially in somebody who's young, because anybody under age 60 who presents with dementia, they've got something that is, you know, potentially uh, more than just a dementia type of process. There's some, there may be something underlying that that's causing those symptoms. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to rule those out first. Right, exactly. things like you know blood in the brain, brain tumor, uh, thyroid disorders, depression, uh, there's a process where you get pressure uh, increases in the brain called normal pressure hydrocephalus. And those patients will present. And I had a patient who came in and fortunately mm-hmm. he came in early enough that he didn't develop the dementia aspects of that. He came in where he couldn't walk and he was having some urinary problems and you put those three things together and you know what you've got. And wow. he was very, very lucky, very fortunate mm-hmm. that he yeah. came in early. Uh,
1: but those are the things that we're looking for in the younger patient, uh, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. takeaway, of course, is is that don't assume that you know, a common memory loss is signified has any exactly. significance? Exactly. Second what I guess would be is, is it just because you get a diagnosis or think you've got a diagnosis, it doesn't mean that it's, um, it's a death sentence or it's not reversible. Well, hopefully we look towards that type of yes. situation, Gotcha.
0: Is it com- most common that the primary care physician is going to make the diagnosis or would you bring in a neurologist or a neuropsychiatrist?
2: It depends on the, on the patient, it depends on their age, it depends on their medical circumstances. Say for instance if you were to come in and your, your family said well she's lost it, she's, she's putting her car keys in the freezer, she's uh, you know, not dressing when she goes outside, those kind of things. Those are the kind of things that we would really, because of your age, we would be all over that to find out if there was a reason you know, for that. Mm-hmm. And the primary care physician before uh, he does anything else would be really intent on that and probably be bringing in a, a neurologist. If you've got somebody who's 92 years old, who comes in and is just then starting to develop some signs of dementia, the primary care physician very often is in a position where they can take care of it. Also the drugs that are being used are very, there's a lot of side effects and ill effects that can occur with those drugs. Uh And before I commit somebody to some of those drugs, especially a young person, I want to get a neurologic consultation uh, and evaluation.
0: So those drugs that you're mentioning, your, Nemenda and Aricep, mm-hmm. right, or at least two that of the drugs that you're probably talking about. Correct. Um, are they overused?
2: I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think a lot of patients are getting these medications uh, that have a lot of, like I said, a lot of side effects, right. uh, dry mouth, diarrhea, gastrointestinal uh, disorders, uh, uh, sometimes, uh Patients are falling with these things. Yeah. You know, falling is one of the top ten reasons that a patient over age sixty-five dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and the biggest one of the biggest concerns about somebody falling is Alzheimer's or dementia, and also medication. So it's a, it's a it's it's a perfect storm in that kind of situation.
1: So, uh-huh. Dr. Chaffin, what kind of all right? So. A, Someone comes to you, uh, 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 the patient or the patient in the place to the patient's caregiver, you know, we've, we talked earlier about uh, what questions your family members should ask. What questions should they be asking you? Well, what you would
2: like to see them ask?: Well, I'd like not so much ask, but to give me the history of what's going on okay. with the patient, because I have a few minutes to see a patient. Yeah. they have. Days, weeks, months, right. years of seeing what's going on with the patient.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, interestingly, there are some patients' families who don't pick up on this, yeah.
1: and that's that's a sad. So situation. maybe another way to phrase that is: what What do you want to know? I mean, uh, the history. What is what's most important for you for a person who's under age sixty-five that are presenting?
2: You know, when did it start? What kind Good. of symptoms, and how? Most importantly, how has this different than the way they used to be? You need to be able to determine and demonstrate that a patient has lost the ability to do something that they were able to do before. If they haven't, Mm -hmm. then you really can't make that diagnosis, but if you see somebody who used to be, for instance, a CEO of a a company, a physician, a lawyer, a a, a police officer, or whatever, Mm -hmm. who used to be in charge, Mm -hmm. who used to be really after well, you know what they were supposed to be doing. And if they come in and they're not able to do the things that they were able to do before, yeah. that's the kind of information that I want to know about.
0: Yeah. So, like when Kenna was talking about um, one of the early things that she noticed about Bill was he could no longer he knew, didn't know the steps to paint a wall. Exactly, could, couldn't yeah. hang a shelf that exactly. and some of the and then started having deficits at work that he'd done for thirty years. So it was very much part of his
1: that's not
2: normal. That well, was not, not normal. normal. Whereas. If I can't remember your name, ten minutes from now,
1: neither yeah, one that, of us are going to worry yeah. about that, right? Yeah, okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. because you know, I was thinking we had a client too many many years ago. He was an estimator working for a contracting company. He couldn't do the numbers. Yes,
2: that's called executive function. That mm-hmm. is, if you can't do your checkbook, if you can't, you know, do the estimates that yeah. you need to in your job. That's that's a
1: huge component yeah. Yeah. of right. dementia, right? Let's put your contact information up here.
0: All right, Sumner Station Family Wellness at highpointfamilywellness.com. Thank you, Dr. Dr. Chaffin. Dr. Summers
1: Chaffin, Thank thanks you. for being here. Thank you for asking me. It's you're time you're for welcome.
0: another break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some of the other challenges of uh, living with early onset Alzheimer's disease, and we'll be talking with some of our community resources. Stay tuned. <laughs>